Hello Rebels, before we kick off today's episode, let me ask you a question. What if we could help you unlock your marketing superpower in one day or less? Actually, to be precise, I mean three hours. Yes, you heard it right. What I'm asking you is three hours of your time to join us for a brand new intensive experience on Marketing Deep Dive. One day masterclass that will help you create marketing strategies that capture hearts and mind. And every single masterclass is going to dive deep into one of our favorite topics of marketing. Maybe that email marketing, hiring, or even automations and beyond. If you want to get the fast track ticket to become irresistible, then I suggest you check out our upcoming marketing deep dive, where you're going to get two hours of hands-on training with lots of exercises and practical group work as well. Plus one hour bonus office hours and Q&A. Oh, and we also have a personalized dashboard and bonus templates to help you apply what you learn in our three hours. And just to put a little bow on it, you also get a certificate of completion to show up wherever you can see. If you'd like to find out what is coming up next and which one is our next marketing deep dive, all you have to do is go to amschool.click slash masterclass. There you'll be able to find our schedule with our upcoming masterclass for you to join. On with today's show. Guess what? LinkedIn is killing three creative features, but don't fret, we'll tell you more in a second. Meta's Twitter alternative is also coming soon, maybe? And finally, Instagram broadcast channels are coming. What are they? Why should they matter? And what should we do with them? Stay tuned today to find out more about all of these wonderful things. Hello, squirrel friends, and welcome back to All Marketing School. It's Fabian, founder and head teacher at the school. And this week, I am joined by the wonderful Emma, who has been working seven days straight and desperately needs a new ice cream. How are you doing, Emma? Yes, I'd like an ice cream and I'd like a day off. <laughs> but it is all part of the wonderful thing that we all do. We are being a freelance marketer, working in social media, um, I would lie. I would be lying if I said I didn't love it, but I would like a day off. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, like when you think about it, it's so hard, especially when the, the constant things change around us all the time. So even when you do have a day off and you're not, as you say, like working like seven days straight, I always find that if something new happens or something exciting changes, I'm like even if I'm supposed not to be looking at it, I'm not supposed not to be working. If my eye catches, I'm like. Should I be ready for this? And I was like, last week, so many things happened. So I kind of felt like it's summer. Can the social media world give us a break? And then I can see the little guys just like, you know, with a little finger saying, no, we're not going to give you a break. We're going to take things out. We're going to add things in. You're going to be on your toes again. And I was like, no. So yeah, what what do you want to start with? I've got two options to start with. And then we're going to go also into something that you're going to bring in, Emma. LinkedIn or um, Meta's Twitter, I guess. Which one would you like us to start with? I'll give you the Ooh. choice today. Let's go with LinkedIn, please. <laughs> As we all know, if you've been listening to some of our episodes with Emma every single time, we're going to jump into the Twitter-esque conversation. It's always an interesting one. So I like that we're starting with LinkedIn. To be honest, I wish I could start with LinkedIn, everybody, dear listener, with something good. But I'm starting with something slightly annoying today uh, because LinkedIn is actually killing three creative features. Now, which features are these and do we know what they are? 
So LinkedIn is killing three features, including carousels. The other features include profile videos and LinkedIn stickers for images and videos, which yes, were a thing for a while. Thankfully, this is a new style carousel post feature, not the one that most of us might have used in the past, which is the popular kind of document PDF carousel feature that is literally all over still everywhere on LinkedIn. These features will be removed on June 26, 2023. So if you are listening to this podcast when it's out, it's coming out soon. Now, my question to you, Emma, is which one of these will you be missing the most and or have you been using yourself? So we have the new carousels, profile video and LinkedIn stickers. I would love to hear what you've been using, what you've been trying and is there anything you're going to miss? I'll be honest, I've never used a LinkedIn sticker on anything. (laughs) So the fact that they're going, I get it. I'm guessing a lot of people don't, don't use them. So I, that would be my first one that I would I would go. I think carousels is a real shame. I don't personally use them a lot, but I know a lot of people that I follow do. And I like I like engaging with a carousel. I know that it's there and I will and I'll scroll through it. And I think that's a real shame. I'm hoping that maybe they will make it easier for us to add multiple images and, and slides maybe in another way. So I think that's a real shame. And the video. Yeah, I, I really don't know why they're getting rid of this one. It's a massive shame, I think, for people like me, uh, creators, freelancers, soldier, all of those kind of things uh, with the video. I think that's a real shame. That I will miss as well. I think the profile video, I actually used one that I did through TikTok. So what I did, when you go to into anybody's profile that is a creator, you can see that then their picture turns into a little video preview. And so because at the time I wanted to try it and didn't have the energy or the time to figure out what to do, I just thought I'm just going to do a TikTok video that introduces myself and then I'll repurpose it because I thought it would be fun. And it was really easy for me to do. And I even I consume sometimes these videos from people that I don't know too well because it gives me a bit of a flair of who they are. So I echo you, Emma, as well as that one I will be missing. What's funny about the LinkedIn sticker, though, is that in the last three weeks, I've seen so many people using it. Literally nobody ever used, never seen it before. And now I've seen lots of people using it. So I'm kind of like, like the timing of LinkedIn is kind of funny. And I think it's been a slow burner and a lot of people haven't realized. And uh, I also kind of think that LinkedIn tested it because a lot of people have been using images recently instead of just text. Uh, but probably, as we said, not enough people use that and it's been such a slow ad- adaptation of it. <laughs> And adoption, that's the word, sorry, slow adoption of it. And people have just been like, oh yeah, maybe I should try this. And because of that, LinkedIn pulled the plug. Now, what's interesting about the carousels, which is where I am so confused, is a new carousel post, which means the PDF, which is how I've seen doing carousels, is still available. So what is this new carousel? (laughs) What is this new style and new format that apparently has been going on that nobody's been using? Because that's my question. It's like, you know, they're, they're removing it. But then obviously everybody's been panicking. I've been seeing people be like, oh my God, this was such a great feature. And people being like, which I love, by the way, maybe LinkedIn is taking out all these features because they're going to put it under a paywall. And I kind of slightly kind of cried inside. I was like, not, not you as well, man. Please don't do this to me. But then obviously everybody's been panicking, but that this is not the carousel feature that we know, which is the document. So I don't know. I'm kind of like, I think people didn't know this existed. So they're taking it out, but it's just because people, obviously, if they know that the the PDF creates a carousel, 
you're assuming that's how you do it. So I don't know. Have you seen that this new version as it appeared for you as an option as a carousel of images? Because I've noticed I haven't seen it or if not, I haven't noticed the difference. To me, they all look the same. So I would always assume to go with a PDF first when it comes to creating a carousel on LinkedIn, because that's usually how you do it, by the way, in case you didn't know. For sure. Um, I have actually, I have seen a couple of accounts do it in a very similar way that you would put an informative four or five slides together, like an uh, Instagram carousel. So you're, um, this is what not to do on Instagram, scroll left and you, you scroll. That's what I have seen. Not, lo- I'll be honest, not loads. So again, either not a lot of people have it or people don't know that it's there, which is probably what I'm leaning towards because there are so many features of all of the social media channels that many people don't use, mostly because they don't know they're there or we don't have them. So if it is that one that's going, that's the one I I, I think it is a shame. But it, if it is going and the PDF one is staying, at least though there's, there's still an option. Uh, it's really interesting you say that as well because I all of a sudden thought, oh my God, we're going to get LinkedIn verified and you're going to get all this stuff behind. I really hope that's not happening because I'm out. <laughs> that's the problem. I think uh, one of our um, other teachers and course, Jess, she did when next time she's on, I'm going to ask her as well, because she did a test with the Meta Verify and see if it worked for her or what was the difference, if she gained anything out of it. And it was so interesting and she did a full on video, but I would love to hear from her words. So team, we're going to, when she gets back, we're going to ask her. And I don't know. Like we talked about it before as well with Emma, if you go to one of our old episodes with her and just kind of a couple of episodes back is, it's just one of those things where part of me is thinks if you want to do a verification or an extra tier ad, potentially, maybe I'll get that. Even if again, I'm still not very kind of sold on it, but when you're taking out already from what's there, that's where to me, you're kind of showing again, that you're not really thinking about the user intent as much. And you're just kind of thinking, oh, did people want this? So we're actually going to now put it under a paywall. We're going to take it away from you. So I, even I'm a bit wary. And also I generally don't think they're going to do it. I think what LinkedIn needs more, which is something that eventually since Adam M joined the gram, uh, they eventually got somebody who is willing and patient enough to do lots of videos and answer all the questions because they're literally what you need. But since that's been happening, then Instagram has been a lot more, not just transparent, but also, I'm going to say patient, not that you have to be patient as a social platform, that should be the norm, but to explain and break down features. I don't think LinkedIn does this really well. I don't think that they are kind of understanding the scope of the growth of the platform right now, you know, where they're like, we need to tell people exactly this new thing has happened, this is what it looks like in whichever form the audience will digest it best. I don't think they're doing that. That's my opinion. And I think that's where you see these things happening. And then the fears of why are they doing this? Because I had no idea that these things was there in the first place. Or I love this feature. That's what I think. But that might be just be me a bit of a bit of a pet peeve with some social platform with a like, this is the thing. We change the thing, figure out how to use this. And I'm like, how? How am I supposed to do that for myself? Talking about new features, actually, Emma spotted something as well. And um, I've seen it kind of floating about too. So I know it's happening. And I'm interested because broadcasts is a, is, you know, is a name and it can mean so many things. And broadcast and Instagram, the first thing that we ask ourselves is how do they go hand in hand? So Emma, spill the tea for us. What's up? What's up? So Instagram broadcast channels are now a thing. Another feature. Now, if I'm, if I'm right in all that I've been saying for so many years, there are now eight and nine 
different ways to engage with people on Instagram. Nine, madness. Uh, please don't use them all. You don't need to. But the newest one is Instagram broadcast channels. It was, um, we. you may have seen it earlier in the year, something like February or something or earlier. Mark Zuckerberg started talking about it and he had a live chat or a chat with Adam, Adam Masseri, um, a nice little bromance in his own broadcast channel. And then a unique amount of people and creators were allowed to have them. It's now been announced that they are rolling out globally to everyone Android, iOS, everyone's going to get them. Now, I refreshed my Instagram um, app this morning and I don't have it, but I'm not surprised. I am the last to get everything. <laughs> um, but essentially what it is, it's going to be a way that it one to many messages. So unlike notes, if any of you are using Instagram notes, it's not like that. It's not like a post, it's not like a story, and it's not like an individual message in your DMs. It's a place, a channel where you can talk to lots and lots of people. So you will be eventually, when it gets rolled out, you can go into your DMs and there'll be like a suggested tab where you'll be able to find channels that you can join or see the ones you've already joined. And it is a way for creators and collaborators to do more together to reach their audience, provide more value. Now, if it is all of those things, and I've made, you know, many notes because I don't have it yet. So I can't, unfortunately, I can't tell you till I've tested it. But if it is all of those things, I think I love it. I think I'm here for it. At the moment, you don't have to pay for it. It's going to be a really nice way to really drill down in your community and provide more value and engage with them more and all of those things. And if it is like that, I think it's going to be amazing for everybody. I will have to wait till I get it. Then I can test it and tell you in another episode how it went. I love this. And by the way, I just want to say before I kind of jump on this with one thought that came up as, as I saw this, I'm also the last person to get any single feature. Like our company account, fine. My personal account, I still don't have multiple links. Oh no. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm okay with that, but I was kind of like, fine. So, you know, for anybody else, dear listener, if you also are in the late train, we understand. <laughs> We're with you and we'll let you know as soon as we have it. And I absolutely love this. And I'm going to hold you to that, Emma, as well. You know what's interesting about these channels? And I'm actually, in a way, adding one more bit of news that I said we're going to talk about today is that then Meta is also testing this Twitter alternative. Now, let me explain what this looks like. Okay. And then I want us to think about channels, cool, only Instagram, and then this new app. And I'm trying to figure out how these things, obviously they're separate, but they're still going to work together. And why are we creating two things that, in my opinion, from what we know speculation wise, they're very similar. And I don't see the point of this new app because we talked about the channels, but then obviously Meta is also working on a Twitter alternative because text. Cool. And I'm like, fine, Meta. I love this. Now, I love the fact that the potential names are Barcelona or P92. Unsexiest names cannot have been created, especially P92. I'm like, what is this? Anyway, fine. Cool. Let's move on. Okay. What's going on here? Is text-based app. That's why it's a Twitter alternative. Unsurprisingly, there also is an element of you using messages with photos and videos. So you can do that, but it's mainly text-based. Now, this is where Based on the new broadcast channels that have been released on Instagram, I'm a bit confused because the main feed is like a, a supercharged DM thread. See what we're talking about here? It reminds us of something. So you have the main message on the top and then people can reply and then obviously their responses expand. My question is now, 
do we really need this? Do we really need another app, another platform where we're going to have to build a new audience to have these conversations when, aside from the fact that we have platforms like Twitter, that whether you want to stay there or not, but also if you're going to release channels on Instagram, which are similar, in my opinion, to this, even if it is internal, why would I then tell my community, by the way, you can talk to me nine ways on Instagram, go and engage with me on this other platform that has a very unsexy name, P92, and tell me how you feel about this. Now, this is my little conspiracy theory hat. It's back, hats are back. This is my rage moment. This is what I'm thinking. Tell me tell me what you think, because as, as I was learning about the broadcast channels, I just thought, why then still going ahead with this new app? I don't know. Maybe it's just my rage coming through. <laughs> well, you do know I love to talk about Twitter. And if, if, the, if the first question is, do we need another app? Do we need another Twitter Emma's answer is no, we do not need any more, please, for the love of all that is ice creams. No more, please. However, if if they'd done it as another way within Facebook, like it wasn't Meta's Twitter, but it was a Twitter something within Facebook, and that is where your community already is, and it was a bit like broadcast channels on Instagram, and it was kept within Facebook, and it was there as another option, I would say, all right, I understand that because a lot of people are still using Facebook and doing extremely well with their groups and communities and sectors and industries. And Facebook works really well for a lot of people. So if it was an addition to that, I think I'd welcome it more as a as a standalone PB52 or whatever they're going to call it. I just I I just don't know why we need it. I need to understand that better, I think. I think people are already extremely overwhelmed, uh, especially from a business owner or a creator side. They're like, well, which channel? I can't be on every single one. And people can't. I just don't know whether it would gain the following that Meta are looking for. I love that. And, you know, thank you for sharing that, because I think that whenever we go back to this conversation, whether it was Clubhouse or Mastodon or insert random name or wait, Blue Sky. There we go. I got it. I think... For me, the truth is, if I want to be very skeptical and a bit, again, a little like skeptical hat on, TikTok was an outlier because we had a global pandemic and people needed, and we had so many users having a, a joint need of entertainment and relief because, well, it was hard. And TikTok found a great format to do that in a way that was really simple. And we needed simplicity. We needed that format. We needed creators that could create things that we would relate to with that. So TikTok managed to grow with a sub audience, which was Gen Z, which they weren't really sure where to go. <laughs> At that point, they were like Instagram, maybe, but I uh, don't like it. Snapchat, fine. But it was still very community and friend driven. And they were like, TikTok, I can actually be creating. I'm kind of fun. Obviously, TikTok listened. And I think at the beginning, that self that the flywheel almost built itself really fast and started spinning really fast. And I don't understand why after three years of seeing the demise of the clubhouse and the Mastodon, uh, we're still thinking, hmm, no, what we need is another social network. Personally, I feel that until there is a huge change in our behaviors and in our habits, which doesn't have to be necessarily a global pandemic. Thank you, everybody. We're fine with that. But it can be anything. It can be a huge shift in how we use things. It can be new tools that we use. You wouldn't want to go AI glasses. Not that I want to go to, to VR glasses, sorry, and that kind of stuff. But even that. And then you create a platform that supports these new habits. 
I think that might happen. It might be like, okay, people are gaining traction. Maybe we should look at this. But if it's not that, where, as you say, we're all too overwhelmed, tired, confused to want to build brand awareness through another channel that we don't own. <laughs> <laughs> and moving people away from where we are because in order for people to go to Lemonade, if you want to, yeah, literally, by the way, these are all actual real social platforms. So, you know, you're welcome. If people are going to move to Lemonade, they need to send them in my newsletter link or on my Twitter or on my Instagram or on my LinkedIn. And we just don't have the energy for it. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think that will be my kind of final question to you, Emma, is that based on my little, again, second rant of the day, what do you think? I find that a lot of people are using still like the example of TikTok and the, the unicorn a case study as an excuse to try new platform. And I love innovation, but I think in the social media world, we keep forgetting that there are people and users behind it that have specific goals and needs. And we cannot keep shoveling new things in their throats when the clear intent is less is more. That's my thought. I would love to hear your opinion on that as well, because I'm really, really passionate about this. <laughs> Yeah, I a lot of users, so speaking from a user's perspective, I think a lot of us have just instantly gone, this is just another way for Mark Zuckerberg to uh, take more of our time and our money. He has made a really successful platform in Facebook. He then bought Instagram. He's got WhatsApp. And I'm sure there's more I don't even know about. There are more. There is almost no need for him to do this. So it feels almost a bit selfish that he literally wants to take over and be every social media platform. So a part of me wants to say, no, Mark, no more of my money or my time. And I will just remain with Facebook and Instagram because no, I'm I'm slowly hanging on in with the original Twitter. I, I can't add any more, and and so that's that's hard for me to move away from. But yet, as a as a social media professional, so to speak, I again I understand because everyone can see that Twitter is not doing as well as it has. It's not engaging as well as it did, and a lot of people are posting less and they're showing up less. So there is possibly a small gap um, for something very similar to that. But I think, honestly, if a lot of people were to leave Twitter, it's not that they immediately need it to be replaced by an exact replica of Twitter. They will just spend more time in their other channels. People will spend more time on LinkedIn. They will spend more time on TikTok. They will spend more time on the channels that they're already on. Everyone is far too overwhelmed with what they're already doing. I just don't see a need for this. Absolutely love that. And I definitely agree. And I think it's going to be interesting. Actually, next week, team, we are going to be joined by Sophie Miller because I'm on holiday. So by the magic of our time machine, uh, we already recorded that episode. It's um, a bit different. We're actually going to do a roundup of cool things that happened in the first half of the year and looking at the second half of the year. So obviously tune in for that as well. Sophie from Predator Marketer is back and I'm very excited. On that ilk, before we finish, am I one more question for you? I'm going to talk about next week what I'm excited and what I've seen that is changing in the marketing world. Sophie's going to talk about it. So this is my question to you, obviously, uh, as the summer break is ensuing in different ways. What are some of the things that you are excited about when it comes, if you were to pick one uh, that you think is coming up on social or marketing or how we use things and where we're heading? One thing that you are excited about. 
Ooh, that's a hard question because I get excited on a weekly basis about social media. Um, there's quite what a lot. Uh, yeah, there's quite a lot happening at TikTok, and I am excited to see some new stuff coming out uh, from them. Uh, recently, I saw, and this is just hilarious. Recently, that I saw that you can now send a text-based TikTok again. I physically don't know why we need this. And I wrote and I sent the comment to the creator and I was like, who asked for this? We don't want this. Like, I don't want, I go to TikTok for funny cat videos and, you know, crazy stuff from the marine industry. But yeah, there's, I'm, I'm excited to spend a little bit more time in TikTok actually, because I know there's a few more things coming. Amazing. Well, team, let's keep an eye out for all the exciting things and catch up next week with more of that as well. And also we're going to have just a little note, some uh, special roundups, a bit of our kind of snippets roundups with some hot topics coming up from some of our old episodes and even some of our old events. So watch out because in July, we're going to have some special episodes for our weeklies on Fridays. And obviously after that, we're also going to be back with, obviously, some more uh, roundups. So just keep a ear out. But when we're not going to be live talking about social media, I guess who's going to be there still providing and spilling the tea? Emma, so remind us. If people still want the social news, even when we are taking a bit of a break, where should they go? They should go to Instagram and they should find me at Fresh Approach Digital. Um, I'm there all day, every day, um, but every Friday live at 12 o'clock British summertime. I uh, spill the tea with tea and tips. I'm on episode about 104. Yeah, and I just share the weekly social media news. I A lot of ranting, a lot of hand gestures, and I get very emotional about it. So please join me. Well, until next time then, let's get emotional together let us know as well obviously what you love that anything that's coming up that you're excited about just go to allmarketingschool.com or at allmarketingschool on instagram and tiktok and all the good places in the meantime though it has been lovely as always see you next time and for now class dismissed (laughs) 